<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us. President Trump should be on the campaign trail today, but instead... The Marxist Dems election interference strategy working, at least for a day. The president had to be in the Washington, D.C. appellate court before two Biden judges and one Bush judge. He was there to make his case for immunity in the Sham Jack Smith January 6th case. Junkyard Jackal Jack Smith's team maintaining that presidents are not entitled to absolute immunity and that Trump's actions on January 6th fall far outside a president's official job duties. So Jack Smith is telling us then that ensuring free and fair elections for the country he leads isn't within a president's official job duties. And that's pure bull. One of President Trump's attorneys, John Lauro, spoke after the hearing yesterday. He said if the appellate court doesn't grant President Trump immunity, Joe Biden should be prosecuted for trying to keep Trump from becoming the next president. If we adopt what the special counsel wants, if we adopt what President Biden wants, then we open the Pandora's box to political prosecution after political prosecution after political prosecution. In fact, Joe Biden could be prosecuted for trying to stop this man from becoming the next president of the United States. We don't need political prosecutions. We need political process. President Trump saying what Joe Biden is doing with his political persecution of Trump will cause bedlam in this country. I think they feel this is the way they're going to try and win. And that's not the way it goes. It'll be bedlam in the country. It's a very bad thing. It's a very bad precedent. As we said, it's the opening of a Pandora's box. And it's a very it's a very sad thing that's happened with this whole situation. Uh, when they talk about uh, threat to democracy, that's your real threat to democracy. And I feel that as a president, you have to have immunity. Very simple. And 
if you don't, as an example, if uh, this case were lost on immunity and I did nothing wrong, absolutely nothing wrong, I'm working for the country and I worked on uh, very hard on voter fraud because we have to have free elections. We have to have strong borders. We have to have free elections. Those two things almost above all. The truth is, Biden probably doesn't really even realize what's happening. The man is so far gone, so obviously severely impaired, he's only doing what his puppet masters tell him to. And Politico is reporting that as Congress looks to pass an almost $1.7 trillion spending bill, a border and immigration deal this week is highly unlikely. Rhino Minority Leader Mitch McConnell has told Senator James Lankford to work with dim Senators Chris Murphy and Kristen Sinema to come up with a bill Joe Biden will sign. We can be sure that all the compromise, if there is any, will come from the Republican side of that deal. Our guest today is Senator Tommy Tuberville of the great state of Alabama. And Senator, always great to talk with you. Welcome back to The Great America Show and great to have you with us. Let's start with this apparent negotiation that's been going on between the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, and the Biden administration. Your thoughts? Well, number one, the Democrats want nothing to do with closing the borders. That's, uh, you know, they're wanting uh, more voters to come in. They think that we'll vote for them in the long run, Lou. It's a catastrophe. Uh, it's one of the worst things that's happened in your and my lifetime here being a citizen of this great country. Uh, but the Democrats want a zero solution. The only reason, the only reason that there's any kind of conversation that that's going on with trying to come up with some kind of solution or some kind of new priorities for the border is because the Democrats and a few neocons or Republicans want $100 billion for Ukraine. I mean, that's the only reason. If Ukraine wasn't a factor, Lou, we wouldn't even be talking about this. So there, I've heard that uh, uh, Senator Chris Murf- Murphy on the Democratic side and Senator James Lankford have been talking over the holidays and trying to work out something. I think they've got something that they agree to, and they're writing a text this week, possibly could vote on it next week. Uh, but there's nothing they could do at the border that would satisfy me, to be honest with you, because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we can come up with all these solutions. They're not going to do anything. There's laws right now to stop what they're doing, Lou. They're not going by them. They're breaking the law, the Constitution. Joe Biden's broke laws every day he's been in office, and it's not going to change. Is the Republican leadership in the Senate, and uh, obviously the House as well, uh, do they really believe the American people are dumb enough to believe that they're that the Republicans are getting anything for going along with Biden, that there is any way in the world that Biden would start shutting down what is now the cartel border along uh, uh, that 2,000 mile stretch? Yeah, my understanding, Lou, is they're uh, coming up with some kind of number metric of how many would be uh, uh, feasible or that we would allow to come across. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, one one illegal coming across is against the law. And they're talking about four or five thousand a day that, OK, we'll cut it down from 10,000 to four or five thousand. Now, if the American people swallow that and agree to that, uh, along with the Democrats and a few Republicans, uh, we got huge problems because, uh, you know, these people are costing us billions of dollars a month. Uh, they're bringing across drugs. Uh, you know, there's 190 countries, 193 countries in our world and 190 countries are have been. Uh, been known that would have been participating and come across our borders. So I, I don't I don't think the American people are going to buy anything other than what President Trump was trying to do is build a dang wall, get it up 
and then allow the people that we won't allow to come here. That's the only way that we're going to be able to handle this. Well, there's something very interesting going on because Biden, who's in immense trouble because of his approval numbers, uh, he's got the lowest polling of any president of modern history. But on the issues, uh, the approval rating on issues, his approval rating right now is 26 percent on immigration and border security. That's the lowest on any issue, and it is ranks amongst the very highest issues for the American people. Uh, and yet, there is no response whatsoever. There's no change in direction by this uh, this Marxist dim uh, party of Democrats, and no change of policy or direction whatsoever on the part of the Biden regime. Uh, what do you What do you think? That that's the reason in 2016, Lou, that the American people elected a non-politician businessman by the name of Donald J. Trump because he ran on his number one uh, agenda was stopping people at the border. And people are sick and tired of it because our American tax dollars go more to anything, go to the people that are coming across more than the people that need help here in our country. And so it's going to be the same idea here. It's going to be the same agenda. President Trump's going to run on the border. He'll win because of that. We cannot continue to do that. And we got to get the Republicans on board uh, with President Trump. Uh, you know, there's 18 of us that have said, hey, we're for President Trump. I don't know where the other ones are. Uh, sooner or later, I guess they'll come, you know, come to uh, their senses and say, we've got to have a Republican in there that's going to be for the American people. But that is exactly why Joe Biden is, is his numbers have just tanked because of his right. what he's done at the border. And and again, you know, you got Mayorkas, they're thinking about impeaching. The, the guy's not going to close the border. You can impeach him all you want. Yeah. I mean, he's already told everybody the border is not open. It's closed. Well, I tell you right there, he, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. So we have got to have people that actually care about this country and the people of this country. Well, you're talking about uh, 18 endorsements out of the Senate. Uh, is Senator Lankford one of those endorsing the president? You know, I don't I don't know whether he is or not. I, I know that Senator Tom Cotton was the last one that came out last week. I was the very first one because, you know, I, I represent Alabama and we're strong uh, for the Constitution and for the president, uh, President Trump. And uh, uh, of course, he's up here in D.C. today, right down the street from my office, uh, having to go to court again because the the Marxist Democrats are going after him, trying to keep him off the ballot because yeah. they know if he wins, he's fixing to close shop with what they're doing and they can't allow that to happen. So they're going to fight him every way they possibly can. They're going to try to put him in jail. It's criminal what they're doing. But I think the American people who are finally seeing through it, if they don't, we got huge problems anyway. Right. And by the way, the order of endorsements uh, for President Trump uh, from the uh, senators, uh, by the way, they, they are ordered by intelligence, character and uh, judgment. And you wouldn't uh, be surprised to learn that Senator Tommy Tupperville is number one in those endorsements. Senator, we're coming right back with you. Folks, stay with us. We're going to take up a lot of issues you don't want to miss. We're talking with Senator Tommy Tupperville. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now. We're talking with Senator Tommy Tuberville. I want to turn to the uh, GOP uh, lawmakers. Uh, they're not too pleased about the one point almost seven trillion dollars that uh, uh, Johnson and Schumer have come uh, come to agreement on. Apparently, uh, what is the sense? Uh, because I know there's a lot of hostility and disappointment and frustration in the House with what Speaker Mike Johnson did with the the triumvirate of uh, um, I'll call them. Uh, basically rhinos and dims. Uh, what is the situation in the Senate on the budget agreement? Well, first of all, Lou, when we go back home in our states, the people of this country that actually pay the taxes and pay the bills, they want the budget cut. They want to see see our deficit go down, $34 trillion and lose. September the 18th, we were $33 trillion. And mm-hmm. in December the 28th, we went to $34 trillion. That's three months we are out of control up here. And, you know, they come up with this top line of one point, whatever it is, six or seven trillion dollars. Uh, and it says, oh, we've got that's a six billion dollar cut. Wait a minute. That's a drop in the bucket. We better start understanding we cannot continue to spend like this. Uh, evidently, they don't want to shut the government down. It's going to take that. I'm telling you, it's going to take shutting the government down to get people's uh uh, attention up here, but I tell you, they, it, it's, it's like they saw a ghost. If you bring up, shut the government down. And, and again, we, we went over Lou three, three, four weeks ago, before we left for Christmas, we went over for the first time, 23 million federal employees. Think about that. 23 million. It's never been that high and it's growing every day. We've lost our minds. Yeah. And uh, by the way, uh, Pres- President Biden just gave them all a big raise. Well, uh, most Americans are suffering right now uh, under inflation and also a slowing economy. Uh, let's turn to uh, the, the Defense Department uh, undergoing a review, quote unquote, over Lloyd Austin's disappearance, his hospitalization, telling no one what he, including the president, uh, it, it's just a most, it's most astounding uh, conduct by any Secretary of Defense I've ever heard of. Your your, your reaction, Lou? You know the big thing uh, about the White House and their organization—it's kind of like being a head coach. You've got assistants, or if you're a CEO of a big business, you've got people that work for you. The decency is if you have one of your top subordinates that has a problem, health problem, or whatever, you know, you call your boss and. Uh, everybody up here knows that Joe Biden's out to lunch most of the time. And I, I think this is a huge slap in the face to the, to the White House and the President of the United States for him not to call. Now, he probably had to call somebody. But the thing everybody shouldn't understand is he's got hundreds of people that work for him. And I'm talking about the Secretary of Defense. You know, somebody should have made a call uh, to the White House and say, hey, by the way, the Secretary of Defense is down. He's in ICU. But there was no call. I mean, no communication. Communication is the number one thing that drives what goes on in an organization like the White House, the government, or, or anything that goes on. So, uh, again, I, 
everybody asks me, should he be fired? Hey, that's not my job. That job is the president of the United States. And if the people have no confidence in Joe Biden, which I'm telling you, most people don't. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. Uh, you know, he's the one that needs to go. And so hopefully in 10 months uh, that happens. You know, Senator, as you're as you're talking, I'm thinking here we are with a president, uh, as you referred to, out, <clears throat> excuse me, out to lunch. Uh, he is he's mentally impaired. Uh, he is not a healthy man. He is not fit to be in the job. And I think everyone understands that with his uh, cognitive impairment, with his uh, uh, corruption, uh, with his he is a compromised uh, president. He is nothing more than a puppet. And people, I think, truly understand that now. Uh, then you have Lloyd Austin, who doesn't even understand the, his own military chain of command or the national uh, authority chain of command. There are two people who have that responsibility. That's the president of the United States, and that is the secretary of defense. And he just goes for, uh, you know, I'm sure it was not a pleasant walk, but a walk to a hospital uh, and is in ICU and nobody knows about it. Uh, I, I, this is just... To me, it's just absolutely nuts, but it, it happens in every department. He has people who have no qualification, no energy, and no work ethic, and actually have no plan to achieve anything. I think we may consider many of those secretaries of these departments, they, they're sort of heroes because they are not doing what damage they certainly could. Uh, but this is this is a pretend government, a pretend administration, and a pretend president, it seems to me, Senator. Well, Lou, we've talked about this before. This is the most dangerous time in your and my lifetime. Uh, we've, we're on the verge of three wars, which could just catapult into something that we would be, it would be devastating, not just our country, but all countries. And and the, the guy that it pulls the strings uh, for our military, 1.5 million, which is, I think is, we've got some good military people, but I think they've created a situation where probably the weakest that we've been, uh, you know, somebody has got to be in charge. And, and you, as you said, all of his people that work for him, you know, the secretary of transportation is a, a disaster. The secretary of Homeland security is a disaster. Uh, it, you could just go on and on. Right. Uh, but the country's kind of running on, uh, on autopilot right now. And, uh, you know, we, we've got a constitution that we go by. The problem is they don't go by the constitution. They break it every day and we can't afford to continue to do that. So, uh, November can't get here soon enough. Uh, I'm hoping that a lot of the Democrats even see this, the guy and the people that are running this country right now are running it straight into the ground, changing it to a fascist Marxist country uh, with all kind of ideas that the American people don't deserve, the American taxpayer don't deserve. We have got to turn this ship around in the right direction. And the polls give us reason for optimism. We're talking with Senator Tommy Tuberville. Stay with us. We're coming right back. We'll, uh, we'll continue this fascinating conversation and why it is, why it is that all those people who attack Senator Tuberville on his abortion protest over military readiness, well, they're not, they're not even remarking on the defense secretary's uh, vanishing. We'll take that up next. Stay with us. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. 
Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low and high profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. We're back with Senator Tommy Tuberville. And Senator, uh, you've introduced legislation to stop the Department of Veterans Affairs uh, from using resources that are going, in some cases, to health care for illegal immigrants. Uh, is the party, the Republican Party, uh, and the leadership behind you on this, are they asserting uh, that uh, the will of the people? Because certainly the American people want that to go to our veterans. Well, the problem we have right now, Lou, is there's so many problems going on uh, in our country that we're having to try to adjust to, to try to get some answers. What you're talking about is obviously thousands and thousands of people are coming across the border who we don't know who they are. They're just shipping them all over our country. Uh, It's an embarrassment to to know that, that, that we've got an administration that doesn't really understand what's going on, but they do understand that we're paying in three years, we've paid close to $500 billion for all these people, $500 billion that we don't have. And what really gets me is I'm on the VA committee, and there's 22 million veterans in our country today, 22 million. And I go out to the VAs across the country, and the, the, the people working in the VA say, Coach, we can really only treat 11 million of them because we don't have the facilities. And you got to understand, Lou, the VA is the biggest healthcare system in the world. So right. our our veterans stand in line to get in. So we've created these community care systems in the rural areas all across the country where our veterans don't have to drive three hours to a VA if they're not close to one, that they can go to community care and have their care taken care of. Well, now Joe Biden has opened up the can of worms and said, hey, we're going to allow illegals to go to those community care centers. I mean, now our, our the VA is back to square one. I mean, we have we have veterans that are not getting care. The illegals are in front of the line now. You can't make this up. You can't. And, and unfortunately, and as you suggested, the crises are so many, so, uh, so, uh, so many of them that it's almost impossible to deal with even one of them because all of the resources, all of the attention and the focus uh, is di- dissipated across this. What is a, a revolution at work? It's a quiet one. It is a stealthy revolution, and it's being carried out by the government that wants to call Republicans and conservatives insurrectionists when indeed they are the ones who are trying to overthrow the American way of life in this republic. I, I want to turn real quickly, if I may, Senator, to the Federalist, an article that they've just come out with. Uh, the headline is Politicos who attack Tuberville's abortion protest over military readiness are missing in action on defense secretary's secret leave. Uh, it is a remarkable piece in talking about uh, all of the flack that you took for trying to stand up uh, and succeeding uh, to stand up 
for uh, conservative uh, values uh, on abortion for the military, a military that is just ignoring what is law and what is tradition in our society. And then to no, none of those people that attack you are, talk, are attacking the defense secretary or the president uh, for simply being a, he was AWOL. That's all there is to it. The secretary of defense for the first time was AWOL. Well, the, the thing that for, for a year, you know, when, when I put these holes on, on promotions for admirals and generals, I thought it would last about two or three weeks that the White House would call, the Pentagon would call, coach, let's sit down, let's work this out. And I never heard. I, I talked two minutes, probably a total of two minutes to the Secretary of Defense in 11 months. After about five months, I'm going, hey, these people don't care. Uh, they don't care about our military. And, uh, you know, I start to wondering, uh, you know, what the heck's going on here? Well, finally, uh, Chuck Schumer says, hey, we're just going to go around, coach, and we're going to drop a, a Senate rule and just not allow him to put holes on this, which is only power we have when you're in the minority right. in the Senate. Then I had Senator Dan Sullivan and Senator Joni Erst go on the floor of the Senate and attack me, attack me and my character. Uh, people that are on my own side that's supposed to be for a, uh, a pro-life, uh, you know, it was kind of embarrassing to me, but they were going to go around me. Uh, I was going to lose. I uh, did everything I possibly could, so eventually I had to give up their promotions. But it's just disheartening. And now, now, listen, I believe in the military 100%. My dad died on active duty. Uh, he landed at, at Utah Beach back on D-Day, all those things. If we don't have a strong military, we're nothing in this country. We're nothing. And so we have got to have a strong military. But th they kept fighting me, saying, that, you know, we've got to get these admirals and generals. Wait a minute. You know, you look at some of these people that are admirals and generals. For, first of all, we've got 44 four-star generals. We had seven during World War II. Seven for 12 million military people. Now we only have 1.5. What the heck we need 44 for? Uh, that's just another... Uh, example of bloated government. Uh, but I am for leadership. I'm for our military. We need to build it stronger. We've got some great people in our military. We got great, uh, some great leaders. But Lou, you know, we live, we're living in tough times, but hey, they forced me to give up on this. Uh, but I'll be back. I'll be back. But I'm going to fight for the military and I'm going to fight for the people of this country. And and we appreciate all that you're doing, and I, I know the country does. And I want to point out about Senator Joni Ernst. She is a, a member of the uh, the reserves, the National Guard, a colonel uh, in the National Guard, and she is not standing up for veterans when she attacks Tommy Tuberville. I mean, it's just uh, outrageous what she did and what the Republican leadership in the Senate did. And uh, I, I will tell you, we commend you and uh, we appreciate you. Senator, we uh, thank you for your time. And I know you got to run boat. Senator Tommy Tupperville, uh, God bless you and thanks so much. Thank you, Luke. Happy New Year. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Join us here tomorrow. Our guest will be Congressman Matt Rosendale of Montana, who's just introduced legislation to impeach the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin. And please join us each and every day on The Great America Show. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. Thanks, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless America.